Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, welcome again, everybody, to Believe in Sports Business, uh, talking about uh, everything sports business as far as Los Angeles is concerned. My name is Fred Wall, and our guest tonight again, Artie Source, former Ram kicker, uh, USC kicker, and, of course, uh, he runs Galaxy Sports. And, uh, Artie, i got to ask you a question. Um, and t- we're taping this, folks, at 4.53 in the afternoon on Monday. Dodgers are playing game four against the Washington Nationals. It's 1-1 in the fourth. Dodgers started Rich Hill. Hill gave up uh, six base runners in his two and two-third innings. Uh, Rendon missed a grand slam by about two feet. And when he left, Maeda came in in the bottom of the third. And he had to face Howie Kendrick, who's a 300-plus hitter, as we all know. And he grounded out. So the stats don't look horrible. Artie, as a manager, I think Rich Hill persuaded Dave Roberts to do the nice thing, but I don't think it was the correct thing for the Dodgers. Your comments? I would have went with Kenta Maeda right right off the bat, personally. Um, Huge game. You don't want to mess around in these five-game series, Fred. You know, the, the momentum swings, ebbs and flows, and the Dodgers have the momentum. They need to put this series away right now. This, this thing doesn't need to go back to L.A. Um, that's just my personal opinion. And I like Rich Hill. But in this situation, in a five-game series, I mean, you got to go with your best guy. That's why, that's why the Nats have Scherzer on the mound right now. Yeah, and Hill, again, you know, again, nice guy, but he's been injured most of the season. But he forced his way, I think, uh, onto the roster. And, again, he was very, very lucky almost only to give up one run in the two and two-thirds. And if Maeda gives up the hit to Kendrick, the Dodgers are down by two or three runs. Anyways, folks, email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. Meanwhile, across town, again, we're taping this on Monday afternoon. Earlier today, Joe Madden met with the Angels. Artie, uh, I'm sure you got some comments about the possibility of Joe Madden becoming the new Angel uh, boss. I think I think it's just a matter of working out the logistics, the money involved. Um, I think he's a perfect hire for him. I know he's got a house right there in Long Beach. Uh, you know, he we like we talked about last week. He grew up in the in the minor league system. Was one of Socha's big lieutenants. Went off, you know, seven playoff appearances in twelve years as a manager. I think it'd be a great move for the Halos to get them back in position to get back to a winning franchise. Do you think Brad Osman should have been canned, though? Uh, again, really. so so Not many inju- so many injuries. I don't think you can blame the manager for that. No, you can't. You know, the dysfunction within the, the Angel family is why they need a guy like like Joe Madden. I mean, he's going to bring a semblance of order back to a franchise. I mean, I was thinking about the other day. You know, Billy Epler, he, he's on a short rope. John Carpino, who's John Carpino? 
Artie Moreno, <laughs> the Billboard King. You know, I mean, we went from Gene Autry and then ESPN and Cap City Zone and the Angels to, you know, they have not made a great move other than keeping Mike Trout, and they're wasting one of the great players of modern history. They need to get things cooking. They've got the farm system, Fred, like we've talked about. It's time to step up and, and, and get a real leader and, and give him five years, and, and the Angels will be right back on top. All right. Yesterday, uh, the Chargers looked like they were sleepwalking against a very, very average Denver Bronco club. Again, you played for the Rams. I'm sure there were games like that as far as your club was concerned. What causes something like that? Do you just think you're better than Denver and you can just show up and win the game? Well, you know, I, I had a funny feeling that Denver was going to play their bus off for Vic Fangio. And, you know, when Anthony Lynn walked in the press conference after the game yesterday and he apologized to the media for the way his team played, I mean, there are times when that happens. I don't understand it. It's such a privilege to be able to play in the National Football League or Major League Baseball or the Chinese basketball. Oh, excuse me, the NBA. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, (laughs) personally, like I said, you know, uh, there's no excuse for that. And I think Rivers even discussed it today in a couple newspapers. I mean, you got to be ready to play, especially against Denver. I mean, that's, that's been a rivalry game since uh, since I was a kid. Yeah, two real uh, original uh, AFL clubs, 1960, uh, uh, the L.A. Chargers and the Denver Broncos. And, uh, again, trying to watch the game is pretty tough. I basically uh, snored through most of it. Uh, meanwhile, last Thursday, the Rams lost a heartbreaker. And this one has to be asked Art Source, who was a kicker. All right, Greg Zerline would have made that 43-yard field goal, and he does make it 90-something percent of the time. What do his teammates do after a miss like that and a loss to Seattle? Uh, well, luckily, in my career, it only happened to me once at Oregon State. And, uh, I, I, I mean, I felt really, really, really bad for a long time. And, and what was cool was on the flight home, I'll never forget, Ricky Bell came up to me and he put his arm around me. And he said, Art, if you didn't make the other two field goals, we wouldn't have had a chance to even win this game. Okay? And we came back, you know, late in the game, but not for, not because of me. I mean, I missed the 35-yard field goal. But I kicked it right over the pole, just like he did. And, you know, there are times when you play for the field goal, you're not giving yourself the best chance to win. Now, in that situation, they, that was all they had. And, I mean, where would the Rams have been without Zerline hitting a 57-yard field goal in the NFC Championship game last year against New Orleans? So, I mean, you live by the field goal, you die by the field goal. And, and let's be honest, there's something going on there. I mean, Gurley finally looked good, had a you know a 17-yard touchdown run. I haven't figured out the Rams yet. You know, it just seems like there's, there's something amiss. I'm, I'm not sure what it is. Well, you know, again, you give up uh, 55 points two weeks ago, 31 uh, uh, on Thursday night. You give up 80-something points in two games. The defense has to be part of it. Yeah, and, and now that Clay Matthews has broken his jaw, you know, Aaron Donald played a great game. So did uh, the outside linebacker, who I really, really like. His name escapes me at the moment. But, uh, you know, I noticed that when he went down in the second quarter, things kind of changed a little bit. And the mobility of Russell Wilson, like we talked about last Monday night, was the difference in that game. And you also saw that Metcalf, 
you know, had a great game, the wide receiver for Seattle. Yeah. But, you know, you've got to give, you've got to give Pete, Pete Carroll a lot of credit for that ball club. Uh, they, they got rid of a lot of guys and, and brought in some young stars. And we'll see tonight when Cleveland plays against San Francisco. It's looking to me like a three-team division, which right now, you know, I would have to say that Seattle and San Francisco have a little bit of an edge over the Rams at this point in time. At uh, the website betonline.ag, you can get 18-1 to 1 on the Rams winning the Super Bowl. Will Artie Source uh, invest any dough whatsoever at that number? With that defense, I'd have to say no. <laughs> Folks, this is belief. Honestly, God, Fred, you can't give up 85 points in two games and expect things to change right away. This is the same team that held the, the Patriots, you know, under 20 points in the Super Bowl, held Drew Brees and New Orleans to a low point total. I mean, it, it's not the same defense that I saw last year. I mean, am I, am I right or am I wrong? I mean, I'm just not seeing the same ability to get to the football. No, something's not there right now. There's no question about that. they got the 49ers next week. Uh, meanwhile, folks, you are listening to Believe on uh, and Sports Business Los Angeles. He's Artie Source. I'm Fred Wallen. We're discussing everything as far as the business side of it, management side of it, whatever it is, as far as uh, local sports uh, might be concerned. And the good news is, Artie, that uh, my UCLA Bruins will not lose this week. Do they have the week off, Fred? They have the week off. Uh, otherwise, they would lose this week. And if you, if you take a look at their schedule down the road, they're going to be underdogs in most of the rest of the way. And the local papers on uh, Sunday and Monday, people are asking, do you think that uh, Chip Kelly might resign? What do you think? Uh, he's under an enormous amount of pressure right now, Fred. You know, I, I actually read a story today saying that um, that he was in line to, uh, to take one of the better jobs in college football and, and decided that instead of going to Florida, he was going to take the UCLA job. Wow. And when I read that, I, I, I said to myself, really? That, that amazed me because Jim Moore is a good football coach. And, you know, I know he had a little bit of problems at UCLA, but, you know, the first couple of years he was there, they, 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 they seemed to do real well. And then everything started to slide. And, you know, I look at Chip Kelly, and I look at his last two opportunities, you know, the last couple of years in Philly and then what happened at, in San Francisco. You know, maybe 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 the game has passed him by a little bit. There's something missing there, too. I haven't been able to put a finger on it. But uh, I'm sure this, of the 48,532 fans that showed up to watch Oregon State beat them, uh-huh. um, a lot of them dressed like seats. I think there were uh, friends of mine were there, and their guests between twenty-five and thirty thousand yeah, folks actually I, I were there. Those, those, those attendance figures, and I was like, "Hmm, uh, okay." The good news is I have Directv and can't watch the Pac-12, and of course, most of the rest of UCLA games will be on the Pac-12. Although two weeks from now, since they have the bye this week, the Stanford game is on ESPN. All right, across town to, to your home, the Trojans of USC. They had a bye this week. They've lost twice on the season. They're at Notre Dame. What do you think? Well, you know, I looked. I looked at uh, at Mr. Helton's Clay Helton's record on the road. Uh, <laughs> it's less than 500 in the three and a half years he's been at SC. Yeah. And Notre Dame's getting better every week. Um, I, I I wish I could be more positive about this game, 
but uh, I just don't see I don't see it happening. Um, I, you know, uh, I, I got to play in this game twice, Fred, in four years, and going to play a game, you know, in front of touchdown Jesus at Notre Dame. I mean, there's something special about it, and I mean, for us, we played in the green green jersey game my sophomore year when Montana and McAfee and Dan Devine came out of that tunnel. Um, I'll, I'll never forget John Robinson's quote. I mean, it was like, because I had told him before the game that I've never seen Notre Dame wear green stripes on their socks. He always had blue stripes on their socks. And, you know, I never missed one of those Sunday replay telecasts with uh, with the old Notre Dame, Lindsey Nelson, and uh, sure. remember Paul Horning and those guys. Yeah. But, I, I, you know, in terms of the Trojans this weekend, hang on to your hats, boys. Because uh, I just have a funny feeling Notre Dame is peaking, and you know they they played they had basically played a Bowling Green team last week that yeah you know with like not even a, a competitive Mid American Conference team. So we'll see, we will see. But I, you know, I, I guess I can hold on to a little bit of pride in, in remembering the fact that anything can happen in a football game between USC and UC, and uh, Notre Dame. I don't see them, you know, winning the rest of the games as far as the Trojans are concerned. So a win over Notre Dame in South Bend, could that save Clay Helton's job? Oh, that's the most important thing on his agenda right now. If for some reason he can play, you know, get these guys fired up and they can go out and, and play a great game, win, lose, or draw, if it's a great game and SC's in it at the end, I think he's done a lot to enhance his chances. But he's got to – got to be UCLA, and he's got to play a great game as a 12-point underdog against Notre Dame at Notre Dame. And, you know, I, I don't know what the situation is with the freshman quarterback, Slovis. Um, that scares me a little bit in that environment. I mean, and I do understand that Kurt Warner was his high school offensive coordinator. Right. He's got a lot of moxie. But let me tell you something, unless you've been there, and I've been there, on the sidelines with 75,000 Notre Dame fans, it's like uh, it's it's a pretty hostile environment. No question about that. Hey, last week I got my Sports Illustrated. Uh, they now uh, print 30 editions instead of 52, as they did as you and I were growing up. I could hardly wait. You could hardly wait for Sports Illustrated. I could hardly wait even more for Once a Month Sport Magazine. They're gone. ESP in the magazine uh, is no more, as uh, this was the last month of its uh print subscription bottom line is you do galaxy sports is that the future for all of us fewer and fewer print sports publications it's sad to say but i do believe it is fred um you know i have published um, with along with my father over the last 30 years we've had five sports publications all of them did very very well in the beginning our rams magazine our high school sports magazine cif sports magazine we had Raider Report. Then I had a magazine, Lifestyle Sports Magazine, out of Scottsdale called Sports Scene. And all of them did great in the very beginning. And it just it seems as though the advertising budgets for companies are, are, are really based on television, as you've probably seen with the NBA. Um, it all revolves around the, the, the Internet and television now. And I think even TV is in trouble with their cable industry. So I think you're going to see what we do basically at Galaxy Sports, which is to bring 
you know, the greatest, the greatest events, all that, and, and try to give you inside information on it. Because people want things really fast now. Um, it isn't, I don't think people read like, I, I can't live without a couple of sports pages in the morning. But that's, you know, a 62-year-old man talk. I subscribe uh, to the USA Today, the LA Times, and the Daily News, and I used to subscribe to the Ventura County Star. The same guy delivers it, and he made so many mistakes. That's why I dropped the Ventura County Star. And he still makes mistakes with the time. Sometimes I get the Wall Street Journal. And believe me, I don't read the Wall Street Journal. But I I love it like you love it. I, I The sports sections of those newspapers. Even USA Today, it's getting smaller and smaller. Used to be always oh, nine, nine, or, nine or 11 pages. I think today was like seven pages. And yesterday might have been five pages. I don't even know what's going on there. Yeah. I mean, you remember when they used to have beautiful graphics up there yeah. at the top of the page? I mean, yeah, I know they're going through a, uh, a merger right now with uh, with another large company, but you know I, I knew Phil Newhart and and I knew uh, Larry Weitzman and Gordon Forbes and John Saracino, a lot of the old great writers, Rudy Barsky for the for the USA Today, and to a man, most of them talk about just what we're talking about, the fact that the editors have all been let go. Read an article in the uh, uh, the New York Post, which I really like. Um, and they were talking about the Daily News has got one-tenth the staff they had 25 years ago. One-tenth. I mean, so I don't know. I will tell you this. The L.A. Times publishes a real good sports page, and it's something that I get through the Internet. There you go. Maybe that's the future of newspapers. I mean, they actually do it in a format where it's like reading the newspaper, page 1 through page 52. Apparently, and, your uh, computer is smarter than my, uh, sharper and quicker and faster than my computer. I can't live with that. I need the, uh, the, the feeling in my hand. I need it in front of me. And uh, again, uh, again, I, I'm in your age bracket. So the bottom line is, we're getting old. So apparently, the kids uh, can handle just the computer. But folks, what do you say? How about emailing us? Sportsfred at aol.com. Sportsfred at aol.com. Already in our last 60 seconds or so, the Clippers apparently, according to Doc Rivers, may have like a rotation, a rotating starting five. Obviously, the two big names and the other three guys will change from game to game. Do you cause grief that, or, or is that the way to go? What do you think? Maybe it's like the NHL. You know, you're going to run your your you know your lines out there, and uh, I've I've always kind of liked that concept. I remember Paul Westhead when he was at Loyola, he would play like you know, 10, 12 guys, and you would run up and down the court, and when, when you were gassed, you put your hand up, and they took you back down, and, and they brought in somebody else. And, and I, I kind of think that's great because, I mean, to me, the game of basketball is entertainment. And we're starting to see that, um, boy, that was a real bombshell drop today, huh, on the China deal? Yeah. Whew. Did you realize there were that many NBA fans in, the, in mainland China? Yeah, I did know that. But I, again, I thought what Daryl Morey said was 100% correct. He's got every right to say it. And folks, if you missed it, uh, Daryl Morey, the general manager of the, of the Houston Rockets, uh, took the side uh, of the Hong Kong protesters. They want freedom. And uh, this is the United States of America where we have free speech. And he's wishing the same for the people in Hong Kong. And the Chinese uh, got so upset that apparently they took uh, the name Houston Rockets off their Internet site. You can't get anything as far as the Houston Rockets if you live in China. That's not a country I want to live. No, me neither. And, you know, 
that's where uh, Yao was from originally. Yeah. They're the second most popular team in China behind Golden State. And, you know, it just goes to show you how sports, politics, it's all starting to intertwine itself. It's amazing what we're seeing in this world. And, uh, you know, NFL, look at the MLB. You know, they're down 15%, you know, in attendance. The NBA, if it wasn't for their international market, I think they'd be in trouble a little bit. Um, you know, with what's going on in the Pac-12, can't, I mean, we can't get to see them here back east. I live in Pennsylvania. You have a problem because DirecTV doesn't carry them. It's, it's to the point where I wonder, I really do wonder, if it's not going to be a la carte someday where you just pick the game you want and you pay for it and, and you get it. Art Source, stay well, and we'll do this again. And thank you for appearing uh, today right here on Believe in Sports Business. Thanks, Fred. Have a great week. Art Source, the former kicker uh, for USC and the Rams, and, of course, he runs Galaxy Sports, which you can listen to yeah, listen to or read every single day on the web, galaxysports.com, galaxysports.com. I'm Fred. You're not. Email us at sportsfred at AO.com, and we'll see you around the corner right here on Believe and Sports Business. Bye, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.